36 degrees in Lynchburg with some light rain. 36 in Bedford, 37 in Roanoke, 35 in uh, the Amherst area and also in Appomattox. Uh, Looks like some folks are seeing a little bit of sleet, a little bit of snow in some areas. But for the most part, we're seeing some rain. Uh, Some things are sweetening up here in the studio, that's for sure. And uh, sweetening up in Lynch. I don't know that they need to sugar you up. That was so good. <laughs> I, uh, that was so good. You're so happy. I am. You're such a happy boy. Uh, there is a new kid in town. And uh, and we're going to be talking with them uh, this morning as uh, we have Sega and Dean Morris with Nothing But Cake. You should love that just because of the little pun that's in there uh, as well. So you guys have been opened like a soft opening, right? Yeah. But you're getting ready to have your big grand opening coming up. Tell us a little bit about your business and how you came uh, into the the Lynchburg area. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, basically, uh, you know, my wife and I are both um, longtime federal employees. Okay. Uh, we've been, you know, I was a, I'm a retired FBI agent in my wife's retired uh, State Department. Okay. So we've been having a long, long history of, uh, you know, public service. Um, and basically my first office assignment was in Las Vegas. Wow. Back in 1998. So Las Vegas, Washington, and now you're in Lynchburg. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. So, and, and that's actually where we first uh first heard of Nothing But Cakes, because they were actually started in 1997 in Las Vegas by two women. Okay. Uh, two, they were two friends, one had a cake recipe, one had a frosting recipe, and they actually had their, their bakery that was open a mile and a half from our house ah, in Las Vegas. So dangerous. that's where we, we first learned about it. We went to special cake for Christmas and went down there and, and got one of the cakes, took the picture of us in front of it. Right. So, you know, over 20 years ago, it was like, you know, that's how we first, first uh, learned about it. We loved the cake. And then we we moved after that to Washington D.C. and it wasn't over here, and uh, we didn't learn until fairly recently that they actually had franchised and that they actually had some some bakeries now over in this part of the country. Okay. So uh, that's and then then we of course you know pursued looking into it because we we loved the cake, we loved their philosophy and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So tell us a little bit uh, you know about their philosophy. How did they? Why why bunt cakes? Uh, I mean, it's it's very di- the ones that you've brought in this morning remind me of of just really delicious cupcakes. Um, they're about yeah. that size, maybe a little more generous. Yeah, well, we, they actually have four different sizes. The what okay. we brought in these are called buntinis. So they're okay. The, uh, the smallest little ones where you can just like a bite size. Um, then they also have a next size up is like a buntlet. Okay. Which is uh, they say it's for you know you can share but. Most people don't. You know, yeah, Trey, could you share? Did you share? Yeah, no. Me, I, myself, and I. That's yeah. who he shared with. I would share with you, Janet. Would you? Oh, okay. Just like this, like a little teeny piece. <laughs> I got you. All right. Yep. I can tell you, my husband would not share <laughs> that size. And we, and we also have uh, two cakes that are larger. There's like an eight-inch cake that'll feed uh, up to eight people, and then a ten-inch cake which feeds up to eighteen. And I was looking yesterday. You even have like tiered cakes mm-hmm. that that you can do uh and i do i do some weddings uh on occasion and it looks like a lot of the brides are kind of getting away some from more tra- traditional things so that's probably something that that you could do for weddings or anniversaries yeah, something absolutely. like that um 
We're just starting to get involved in that. Uh Um, Right now we're kind of focused more on fundraising activities and partnering with the community. We were just at the hospital last week selling bentlets. Uh 20% of those proceeds went back to the foundation. So we kind of gravitate towards things that you know, we can partner with the community on. Well, let's talk about that. Uh, now, coming up on Friday, you have your grand opening, and you've got several events going on on Friday, so tell us about that. Yeah, Friday's our actual ribbon cutting, um, and we'll, we'll be uh, with the Bedford Chamber of Commerce along mm-hmm. with the Lynchburg Chamber of Commerce. And um, we're real excited because we're partnering with uh, Parkview. Yes, for Parkview yes. Community Mission. Yes. They do such great work. They do such great work. Um, they were recommended to us by several people on our team, actually. Mm-hmm. And I had the opportunity to tour their site. And just their mission is dear, you know, near and dear to my heart. Right. Um, I think we all know that life happens in an instant. Your life can change. And we can all be in need. Um and so I, I really like everything that they stand for and what they support right. and how they go about that. So we're real excited. So 20% of all the sales are going to be donated uh, to them on Friday. Correct. And yes. then on Saturday, you've got some pretty exciting things happening too, <laughs> right? Yeah, Saturday's going to be the, the big balloon arch for the grand opening. And we'll also be giving away... Uh, bentlets for a year to our first 50 guests wow. that arrive. Uh, but we have some other prizes planned. We've got a little okay. wheel we'll be spinning. So even if you don't make it for the first 50, you'll be glad you came. There'll still be some great things for you <laughs> oh, to yes. take in. Um, so we also want to want to talk uh, about your flavors. You've got a lot of flavors, uh, a lot that you brought in today, and I'm sure Trey is going to try to get to everyone. Um, I know that he went for chocolate immediately. Franklin right. went for the white chocolate raspberry. Yeah, yes, we, I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, we brought you our top four flavors, but uh, which are red velvet, chocolate, white chocolate raspberry, and lemon. Mm. But that's actually not true in Lynchburg because all of our flavors are very popular. The carrot, oh yes, the strawberries and cream, uh-huh. um, the confetti, and the snickerdoodle. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, these are Southern people. I can see the snickerdoodle being very, and, very and popular. We, al- we also have a gluten-free uh, oh. cake that uh, people love because it. Even we like to eat it because you know it tastes like cake, and if, okay. if you're gluten-free, you would love it. It's well, chocolate chip. And especially like chip when you can't when you can't have gluten, that's right. that's nice that you do have mm-hmm. that offering for mm-hmm. sure. So tell us exactly where you are. Okay, well we're located at um, right on Right off of Forest Road. Okay. Forest Road. 19399 Forest Road. Um, so if you know where East Coast Wings is, then... We're right next to it. Okay. Then, yes. then you'll be able to, to find them. So you're gonna you're open Monday through Saturday, 9 to 630. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything is made in-house. It's all made in-house. We use uh, all the real ingredients. Okay. Use the, you know... The butter, the cream cheese for your fries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The eggs. Heaven yeah. help us all. Exactly. Get the real eggs. <laughs> Wonderful. In fact, when we leave here, we'll be changing our clothes and baking and frosting. <laughs> That's right. 
learn to love it that's yes. a, that's your life now and it smells delicious so i'll, I'll bet so <laughs> well we we appreciate you joining us so much um you are very welcome here in the lynchburg area i hope that you're just going to be crazy busy this weekend give it a try it's uh, nothing but cakes is what it's called and they are adorable i'm going to put some pictures up on our facebook page and you'll be able to uh, get all the details of their events and and how you can you know win those free buttlets for a year for the first 50 guests so we'll put that up on our facebook uh, as well thanks so much for joining us yeah, this thank morning you for us. thank you for anything else us, yes. you want to cover we got it covered yeah, I, I think, think so. Got it I think you got it. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, well, there are a, there are a lot of wonderful flavors that they're bringing uh, into the Lynchburg area, and it's something kind of fun and different. So I hope you're going to check it out. Reminder: the grand opening events, ribbon cutting, going to be at ten on Friday. The Park View Day is also on Friday from nine until six thirty. Twenty percent of those sales going to be donated to that organization, and then uh, on Saturday, that's when you can win those free buntlets for uh, the first 50 guests free bantlets for a year for the first 50 guests and it's delicious and it is it is delicious i'm going to try one as we go into break i'm going to i'm going to make it happen and get her done so uh, we'll be back with more of the stories you need to know for this wednesday on the morning jam and uh, we are glad you're joining us here this morning happy wednesday The definition of the word jam. To pack something tightly. A machine seizing or becoming stuck. A sweet preserve made from fruit. A common sense radio talk show. The Morning Jam. The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Holy cow. That was good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> They're well, dangerous I, being this close I'm, to us. I, I know. Seriously, they brought us far too many uh, because everybody's going to be tempted to to eat them. So I'm going to say this. I had the lemon one, mm-hmm. and it reminded me of my mother's pound cake. Mm. So help me. That's that is a huge. I mean, compliment because she made could, a pretty amazing pound cake. I could eat them just for the cream cheese frosting. It's that good. Well, it is a good cream cheese frosting. There's there's no doubt about that. Uh, it, yeah, pretty pretty good stuff. Nothing but cakes. They're opened up on Forest Road next to East Coast Wings. And, whew, good stuff. I can take on the world now. All right. Here we go. Uh, back to the real world. <laughs> Sad. I don't really want to talk about anything heavy now after i had that happiness in my in my taste buds there uh but we've gonna have to do that uh here is a story uh about a 15 year old out of new york state she's gonna spend nine years in prison i how did i miss this story 
I don't remember that you would. I would think I would have remembered this story because it was just last year. Um, it's April of 2022. She stabbed a girl who was a New York high school cheerleader. The Westchester County District Attorney's Office said Judge Susan Karaki sentenced the teenager, who was not named because she's a minor, to three to nine years in prison on Tuesday after she pled guilty to first-degree manslaughter in December. The victim was a 16-year-old, Kayla Green. She was a cheerleader at Mount Vernon High School when she was killed. The fatal event took place during a large brawl after a parade to celebrate the 12th state championship title won by the high school boys basketball team. How did we get to this place? That's that's how, I mean, there's always been rumblings around football, you know, or, or ball games or something like that. But to murder somebody? Green, a sophomore, was the cap, captain of the junior varsity cheer squad and was stabbed in the stomach over a long-standing cheerleading rivalry within the town? Are you kidding me? Apparently, the girl who killed her was part of an independent cheer club that Green used to be a member of. The defendant apologized in court before she was sentenced, expressing remorse for her bad choices. Uh, that's a little more than a bad choice, my dear. Uh, I think of all the different choices I could have made that day that would have left Kayla alive and saved her family this heartache. But that's why everyone is here today. I made bad choices. Okay. She also apologized for taking away a big sister and a daughter. The Green family reportedly argued that the teenager's sentence and apology were insufficient because she could be out of prison in just a few years. Her killer gets out in three years to live her life, to have a family and have a career. My daughter will never see that, said the victim's mother. The district attorney said in a statement that Green's death was senseless and devastated the community. As a family, the community remains in mourning. I want to reiterate my commitment to working with our vital community partners for meaningful violence prevention and intervention. Until you get families to get involved with their kids and know what's going on with their kids, I don't know that it's going to change a darn thing. For that child to even think that was an option is unbelievable to me. Of course, because the girl is so young, the maximum sentence for the 15-year-old was uh, three to 10 years due to the laws around juvenile offenders. She will serve time in juvenile detention until she's 18, and then she'll be taken into custody by the state's Department of Corrections. I mean, I guess the hope is that they will be able to rehabil- rehabilitate her uh, somewhat, and, and maybe they can. I mean, I, I, I hope they can, but Stabbing somebody is very up close and very personal. I mean, is that long enough for somebody who's murdered someone? Our number is 866-916-3776.
816-916-3776 is our number. I don't know. Doesn't seem like that's a, that's a lot. So we mentioned just briefly classified documents. National Archives are being pretty silent uh, about its handling of the Biden-Trump documents as more questions are being asked. Uh, they've remained pretty mum since the scandal broke. Since the passing of the Presidential Records Act, presidents and vice presidents are required by law to hand over all presidential records to the archives. And on its website, they dub itself the nation's record keeper. Well, it appears they're kind of falling short of that mission following uh, the revelation that Biden had classified documents from his tenure as vice president and as senator in various locations in Wilmington, Delaware, uh, his home, including his garage and his Penn Biden Center think tank there. The records, which included at least 25 to 30 documents clearly marked classified, were found in five separate disclosures. Yet, the National Archives formally requested Trump's large trove of records in uh, May, less than four months after he left office, which has spurred uh, into a years-long dispute. Trump and his defenders have said that unlike Biden, when he left the Obama administration, Trump had the authority to declassify his documents as an outgoing president. So we've got a lot of he said, he said, she said, which is to be expected, I suppose. But nobody seems to be answering anything. I don't, I don't know when we got to the point to where they could just be like, yep, not going to answer that. And yet that seems to be where we are. Oh, you want to know about this, but we're not going to tell you. All right. Pope Francis is uh, back in the, the headlines again. He is calling on Catholic bishops to welcome LGBTQ people into the church, referring to laws criminalizing homosexuality as unjust and marking a shift in the Vatican's attitude towards gay rights. Now, this has been coming on for some time. Uh, the head of the Catholic Church said there should be a distinction between crime and sin. Being a homosexual is not a crime, he told the Associated Press. It's not a crime, but it is a sin. So you got to distinguish between the sin and the crime. The, the, the problem with that is, if you dare call it a sin, they're going to beat you up over that, too. You know, but there are a lot of things that all of us do that are sins and the sin of homosexuality is no greater than any other sin. It just isn't. Bible's really clear on that. Um, so it, it's just when we don't want to call it that anymore that we start getting in into a lot of trouble with that. Uh, there has been some pretty controversial things written about uh, Pope Francis here recently. Uh, apparently there is a, a book that has come out that has made quite a few allegations against this Pope. I've never been a particular fan uh, of this Pope. I think he has uh, done a lot of damage to the Catholic faith. That's just my personal opinion. 
but um, it's going to be interesting to see how this is is accepted. And is that going to be enough, or are they going to be upset that it's being called a sin because they want to be able to take communion and do everything that everybody else does without, you know, if you're if you're saying that's not sin, then then you're not confessing your sins. And isn't that a big part of the Catholic Church? I mean, I I think it is. I wasn't raised Catholic, so I don't know. This is when I miss Mark because uh, Mark Lamb was raised Catholic, so he has a lot of knowledge about that kind of thing that I simply do not have. So uh, this is going to be around for quite a while, I think. I wish I could find... Mm, okay, um, I need to find that book that I can share with you all. I'll, I'll, I'll find it. We'll have it coming up in the next half hour. I'll tell you more about uh, some of the things that were in that because I was reading it last night. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to get with Kimberly McBroom. She's going to be having all of the headlines for you from uh, WDBJ7. And we'll take a look at your weather forecast. Now, some people may have seen a little bit of slate, a little bit of rain this morning, but for the most part, it's rain. Don't get too excited. Not going to be seeing any snow. I'm starting to wonder if we're going to see any snow at all this winter. Of course, I say that every year, and then February comes, and we get our butts kicked, so there is that. Our number, 866-916-3776, if you want to weigh in on any of the things that we've talked about this morning. And our text number is 434-248-0704. Thanks so much for joining us for this Wednesday edition of The Morning Jam. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watson. Cold rain moves in today. Look for highs only in the upper 30s. We'll turn breezy heading into the overnight with that rain tapering off. Lows at 36. Thursday, mostly sunny, blustery. Highs at 48 with a low of 28 degrees Thursday night. And on Friday, a mostly sunny day, but it is going to be chilly. Expecting daytime highs around 44 degrees with lows in the upper 20s. 36 degrees in Lynchburg, 37 in Bedford, 38 in Roanoke and Salem, also in Danville, 35 in Amherst, 36 in Appomattox. And uh, looks like rain for most of the area, although in some of the higher regions you might see some mixed precipitation and a little bit of snow here or there. So is everybody like ready for a nap now? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You have any confessions you want to make, Franklin Swan? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he was telling me yesterday about his keto diet. <laughs> keto. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, but boy, it's delicious, isn't it? If you're just joining us, we are, we're talking with the folks from Nothing But Cakes, and uh, they brought in lots of goodies, and, and everybody's jacked up on sugar now, and it's really, really, really I'm good. I'm jacked up on Mandu. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So the book that I was telling you about is the... Um, it's a book by Pope Benedict. 
and he died on December 31st at the age of, of 95 and apparently uh, just let this bombshell drop after his, his death. These are the allegations that are being made in Pope Benedict's book. Apparently not a, a fan of the current pope at all. Um, in it, he alleges that there were homosexual clubs in Catholic seminaries and that the next generation of priests was on the verge of collapse. He charged that some bishops allowed trainee priests to watch pornography as an outlet for their sexual urges. And um, he criticized his successor, Pope Francis's progressive agenda. The book is called What is Christianity? which Benedict instructed be published after his death. It's one of a handful of recent novels by conservative Vatican figures to criticize uh, the decade-old papacy of Francis. According to Vatican analysts, the outpouring of new books contributes to impressions of a mounting civil war within the Catholic Church. And in the book... He said the existence of homosexual clubs is particularly prevalent in the United States, that they operate more or less openly in several seminaries. That is the institutions that prepare men for the priesthood. Look, I have always said that it's not a natural thing. Being, being a priest, I mean, there are a few people who I believe are asexual, but it is definitely... A calling, and and it, and even Paul said, if you cannot be like me, and because he he chose to be you know celibate and alone, you need to find a wife and you know go forth and and live life. We've got a caller on the line. Good morning. You're on the morning jam. Hi. Jam, salty. Oh, hey, salty. I tell you what's not natural, Janet, is you having a bunch of sweet cakes over there, not inviting salty to come in and. <laughs> Help you eat it. Well, you know what, buddy? You can come by because they've loaded us up we for have so many. months. We have, yeah. There, there's a lot here, my friend. A lot. Well, well, I may have to do that. You know, I am trying to watch my figure, Janet. Yeah. It looks, it looks more like a pear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I hear when, you. Those hips get a little wide, are they? When your waistline exceeds your chest size, you know you got trouble. That's true. That's that's true for men but, too, huh? But that's not why I called. Why did you call? Are you calling about the well, the whole Catholic the book? Oh no, I'm not going to touch that with a with ten foot pole dipped in holy water. No okay, way. all right. Uh, I just want to know some about uh, you. You guys always have that guy Colt from We Fit Stupid Computers. Yeah. Well, can can Colt fix stupid? Because <laughs> Delmont's done got me in another fix with his son. Oh, my gosh. I need to see if you can fix stupid. Can Colt help me out with that? I, I, I don't know if he can fix stupid. If he could, we'd send him up to Washington. But what has Delmont done? Oh, no, it's not Delmont. It's his son. He... He, oh. he just hooked in them games, you know, because I know Colt be doing all that computer stuff. Uh, uh, Delmont's son, he just, you can't get him out of the chair, you know. Uh, 
He's always playing them them video games, Janet. He's addicted, I think. Uh Uh-oh. Well, that could be a problem. Well, dang right. That could be a big problem. He's asked Delmont to install a porta potty next to his seat. He don't want to go nowhere. (laughs) That's bad. That's oh, it's bad, all right. That is bad. Well, well, anyway, I, you know, uh, uh, Trey, you, can you put me on hold and then give me uh, Colt's phone number and I can call him, maybe see if he can help me with it. <laughs> Delmont's son with this computer addiction. Yeah, I can do that. I'll do that for you, Salty. I, I don't know that he deals with computer I, addiction, I, but we can try. I uh, I told my mom about Salty when she was here this weekend. You did. So uh, she might she might now she uh, she said that Salty should start a podcast. Hmm. Oh, what do you think about that, oh. Salty? You ready to start a podcast? Well, if I can have people in there to bring me sweets, I guess I could start one this week. <laughs> well. We can see if we can make that happen for you. We can we can well, give it a shot. You are a national send celebrity. Send me some of that, and uh, maybe me and Delmont could get a little sugar buzz later on, okay? All right, I'll do it. <laughs> thanks, love you guys. Thanks for calling. We love you back. Hmm, what should we send him? Not the lemon one. And, and Red not, velvet? And not the, and not the, not the raspberry one, because we don't want to give those up. But I haven't tasted the other one, so I, I want the chocolate. So red oh, uh, Okay, <laughs> looks like that's all. That's all that's left. So there you go. Hmm. Here's a fun story. Um, looked like uh, that Uncle Woody Harrelson photobombed Matthew McConaughey's daughter at a birthday party. <laughs> now that's the coolest birthday party ever. When you can get photobombed by uh, by Woody Harrelson. Uh, the snapshot shows. The young girl wearing uh, Vida McConaughey wearing a crown of flowers, gazing at her brightly colored cake, while Woody st- the, stood and looked over her shoulder. Uh, the uh, Vida's mother said, put the po- picture up and said, I think Woody is questioning whether the cake is vegan or not. Is he vegan? Oh, probably the daughter's vegan. Yeah, that would be my guess. Uh, of course, apparently they have been friends for decades after starring together in True Detective. And I didn't know that they were that close, but evidently they are. So that's kind of cool. I never have anybody. That's not true either. I had Eric Estrada photobomb a picture just for fun uh, at an event. So that was that was interesting. Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada. Yep. And somebody asked him to do it, and he did it, and he didn't even question it. So it was kind of fun, actually. That's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Wait, photobomb your photo or y- no, no, no. He he photo. They were getting pictures made with Eric Estrada, and and then uh, my friend said, "Could you photobomb our picture?" And that's what he did. <laughs> they were nice. posing, and then he came up behind him. He's a funny guy. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by FNL Market there on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day. And today they have got a dozen white 
large eggs for $3.99 a dozen, which is a great price. They also have chicken thighs for $0.98 cents a pound, which is also a terrific price. That's what we're using today for our five and dine. We're going to make oven-baked chicken thighs. I was a little late coming to the chicken thigh game, but after watching so much Food Network, I decided I needed to give them a try because that's usually the choice for uh, chefs when they're choosing which chicken to make. Uh, So you're going to start with two pounds of chicken thighs, uh, season them well with some salt and pepper, and then you're going to make a sauce to pour over the top. Two tablespoons of olive oil, a tablespoon of whole grain Dijon mustard, a tablespoon of regular mustard, two tablespoons of honey, and six cloves of garlic that you've minced up really well. Then you're going to whisk in a fourth of a teaspoon of red pepper flakes. You're going to coat the chicken really well, and then you're going to turn that up into a 9 by 13 inch bake dish and you're going to just pour everything up in there all the sauce and everything and make sure everything's nicely coated your oven's going to be preheated to 425 degrees which is a hot oven but that's going to get you really moist chicken and a beautiful crispy crust on it so you're going to cook it for about 35 minutes check the internal temperature you want it to be about 165 Pull it from the oven, transfer it to a platter, and tint it with aluminum foil, and you can go about making your sides. Nice baked potato is good with this, a tossed salad, maybe some grilled asparagus uh, to go on the side. It's a great time to try this recipe while chicken thighs are 98 cents a pound at FNL Market. Check out the recipe by going to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find all the recipes that we share brought to you by FNL, where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam. We are the Morning Jam. Sweet dreams are made of we want to make sure we pass this information along. There's been an unconfirmed threat at EC Glass prompting a lockdown this morning. Um, the city Lynchburg's school spokesperson said that the threat is being taken very seriously. Uh, There's currently a heavy police presence at EC Glass. And um, that's pretty much all we know at this point. But um, uh, again, the arrest or the threat uh, has been unconfirmed, but there has been a lockdown at EC Glass High School. Uh, IRS expert is saying you can expect a smaller tax refund this year. There's a big shock. Uh, There's several changes that you need to be aware of. Uh, Of course, the COVID-19 pandemic policies are no longer in place. Uh, The national taxpayer advocate Aaron Collins at the Internal Revenue says expect a smaller refund in the last couple of years (laughs) since Biden's been in office. Uh, Congress has provided uh, benefits for taxpayers due to the pandemic. So, for example, you had a higher percentage of the child tax credit. That went up to $3,600 per child. This year, it drops down to $2,000 per child. That's a difference of $1,600 per child. So, if you don't have kids, that that one's not going to impact you. Uh, They added that the dependent care expenses dropped from $8,000 per child to $2,100 hundred this year and you also won't be able to deduct deduct any charitable giving unless you itemize that limit is six hundred dollars which i think is interesting uh, if you want to lower your bill consider adding 
to your 401k or IRA between now and April 18th. The IRS is urging everybody to file electronically, uh, opt for direct deposit, and triple check for errors. You should get your refund within three weeks if you do those things. The other thing to keep in mind is um, you need to be super, super careful you know, what you use. If you if you could afford to have somebody do them for you, a professional, it would probably behoove you to do that. There it is rife with fraud with the uh with the e filing for sure. Average refund this year will be uh twenty seven fifty. That's down from thirty two hundred last year. They are expecting a smoother filing season. So that's a good thing. Uh they've hired five thousand more employees to help with the phone backlog that uh, that they experience, that they've been experiencing. And, of course, we're getting really close to the deadline. You should pretty much have all of your tax information in if you're, if you're going to get it. I think they have technically till the 31st, but most people are going to get it delivered with that last paycheck of the month. So whenever that hits for you, you should probably have all of that in place but don't wait till the last minute that's how so many people get in trouble because somebody else has already come in and you know filled that out for you nobody wants that a new suspect has been arrested after uh, shooting and seriously wounding a man this is in henry county and uh, the sheriff's office responded to a shooting on Holland Road. They said arriving deputies found 56-year-old David Goodwin on the scene suffering from a gunshot wound to his abdomen. He was taken to Sova Health Martinsville, then airlifted to Roanoke Hospital for treatment of serious injuries. In the meantime, the investigation uncovered that Goodwin and 35-year-old Dustin Hilton had been in a home on the street when an argument started. Law enforcement said Hilton pulled out a gun, shot Goodwin once. He was arrested on the scene, charged with malicious wounding and use of a firearm and commission of a felony, being held on bond. And if you have information about the incident, you are asked to contact local authorities there. It seems like we have an awful lot of people who are deciding that taking the law into their own hands is the way to to settle things but i'm not so sure king charles his coronation is going to be coming up here very soon apparently it's not going to be anything like queen elizabeth's it's going to be a pretty mellow affair i put up a post on facebook yesterday i've always been kind of fascinated with the royal family a little bit but every time i see charles and kamala i just it just Ugh, it makes me cringe. I cannot help it. And apparently I'm not alone. There were a lot of people who agreed with that. Uh, now there is speculation that King Charles could be uh, the last monarch. It's um, the campaign group Republic called the automatic accession of King Charles an affront to democracy. They have promised large protest at King Charles' coronation. British anti-monarchists believe that the king's coronation is a slap in the face for most Britons who are struggling with the cost of living. I can understand that. 
Indeed, the Republic has been preparing its coronation campaign since the Queen's death. The first of its actions was to put up 20 billboards across England and Scotland with the hashtag NotMyKing on them. Republic's chief executive, Graham Smith, said Charles is already king. There's absolutely no reason to go through with this expensive pantomime. The campaign group has reportedly contacted the Metropolitan Police to discuss plans to hold peaceful and meaningful protest in Parliament Square near Westminster Abbey. Hmm. Not very popular. They say if the king were sincere about modernizing the monarchy, he would do away with the ceremony altogether, as did Sweden and Norway over a century ago. Anti-monarchists have claimed King Charles would be the last king of the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth due to the declining support that the British public has for the sovereign. And a lot of polls seem to back that up. They believe that this is due to the direct implication King Charles and Prince William uh, have in the crisis the monarchy is currently facing. Charles is implicated in all of this. William is implicated in all this. There isn't anybody else. It's just that difficult, odd matriarch who doesn't gather a lot of sympathy. See, I think William would, but I just don't think Charles, I don't think anybody has Charles' back. They just don't like him. But evidently, all they're doing is like a, a big luncheon and then one other little ceremony. And I think that's it. And when Elizabeth was May Queen, oh, my word, it was like days and days of celebration for her. So it'll be interesting to see how all that shapes up. Soon, I think we're just going to be looking at all the old stories because I don't think there's going to be many new ones. It wouldn't seem. Uh, Grandma's gift brings beginner's luck to a Maryland lotto player. A holiday gift from a Maryland man's grandma earned him 50 grand. Man, I never got 50 grand from my mamma. Uh, the 20-year-old Windsor Mill man said he'd never even played the lottery before, receiving a holiday cash instant ticket as a gift from his grandmother. The ticket which the man's grandmother had purchased from Dorsey Shell Gas Station, earned him the top prize of $50,000. And the 21-year-old says he's going to share that prize money with his family members. That's sweet. It's a sweet thing for him to do. He should definitely take Grant out for a, you know, a nice meal anyway. And, you know, you've got a new house now. If you're looking for a companion for Hokey, the uh, animal shelter in New York is seeking a home for a dog they described as a terror, <laughs> breathing demon, and a whole jerk. <laughs> yeah, I'm just is taking... Is that going to work? I don't think people are going to want to adopt him. I was just going to say is uh, I'll just take my one and not have, uh, you know, have my trash destroyed every day instead of the rest of my house destroyed every day. He, um... Is he, is he getting into your trash every Back day? Back days. Oh, dear. I, somehow, he got the the basement door open and got up, and I don't know how. So now I'm going to have to lock, like, I'm going to have to Dead put, bolt him, it, put, put him, him in, in his cage. <laughs> I, I thought I thought now that I moved to the house, I just leave his cage door open. Right. I put he him down the basement. I put him downstairs. Sure. I come home, he's on the couch, and I look at and and <laughs> Grinning from ear he, to no, ear. He's not. He knows he messed up. 
because he's in the last two days he has his he lays down and has his head down and like is staring up at me like I'm I, so sorry. I did something wrong, but it was worth it. Well, 26-pound Ralphie has been adopted twice and returned for bad behavior. Mm. At Poor first guy. glance, he's a very high sought-after young dog. I mean, he's super, super cute. But, um, yeah. I have a dog story. Okay. Yankees uh, Aaron Judge, when he re-signed, one of the way, reasons uh, he was recruited by his teammate Anthony Rizzo he kept sending him pictures of their dogs together and saying that you can't break up this friendship. <laughs> and it worked, huh? And it clearly worked. Uh, also, $360 million might help. That doesn't hurt either. Guys, have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow. See you then. Thanks for listening to You're The Morning Jam. To the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA-FM Greta Danville.